GungaCast episode 19, January 27th, 2009. Greetings, everybody, and welcome to the Kevin Pollock's Crab Shack Movie Hour. This is Greg Maloney from Lake Orion, Michigan. This is Jim Maloney from Rochester Hills, Michigan. And Jeff Hendrickson from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'd like to do the specific reminder to tell you guys that we may be swearing during the show, and we also may be spoiling movie endings. We have a, quite a few things to talk about this episode. We're going to go back to the 2009 movies that we didn't have time for last week. And we're also going to talk about the the major, super important Oscar nominations, which came out when? Like Tuesday last week or something like that? Was it like right after our show or was it like midweek? I totally forget. But Yeah, I talked to them last week and they promised not to release them until after our news cycle was up. So Yeah, yeah. Our production team told me something similar to that. I wasn't sure. But uh, yeah, we'll get to those we'll later. Yeah, <laughs> later in the day. Um, I am sort of curious. We are uh, sort of bringing a a feature to the show of discussing movies that seem to be creeping up now and again. We've been catching a lot of movies recently doing due to uh, Netflix and other uh, mediums. And, <clears throat> Doritos. <laughs> Pretty sure we decided we were going to stop talking about Netflix until they actually started giving us money, didn't we? Yeah, that's <laughs> a good thing Doritos signed up before they did. <laughs> that's a good I'm point. En- I'm enjoying uh, the Cool Ranch taste right as we speak. It's... Uh, it's- <laughs> Bold, but yeah, it's a yeah. I know this is probably a sin to have, have watched just recently. Uh, I should have caught it maybe I don't know thirty years ago if I was that old. But uh, <laughs> six years before yeah. your birth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, two thousand one Space Odyssey. I finally caught it. Great movie. I know James hates it. That's the best part about it. I like we get to talk about that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like it's just reaffirms the Stanley Kubrick greatness in my head. Just watching it, thinking about. A, the music selection, which is genius. Um, B, all the shots where he's trying to like imitate space was just fun to see how he tried to pull it off and try to figure out, okay, wait, what did he just do right there and how did he do, pull that off? And that was that was a good time. And then C, it's just a, um, let's see, a mind fuck, a mind fuck film. Is that is that? Can I say that? I, I don't, have we pulled the F bomb out yet? On, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I I, I I pull an F bomb like one in three episodes. So don't don't sweat okay. it. Nobody I, uh, listens to me, though. I feel bad about it. I don't know why. Anyhow, what do you guys think? Of the, have you guys seen kids. this movie? I know Jim has. Jeff? Yeah, oh yeah. No, I've, I've definitely seen this movie. I, I like this movie. I saw this movie in high school, didn't really get it, then I saw it again in college a couple times and really fell in love with it. Um, but I, I, I'm, I'm in a complete, a complete agreement with you on this one, Greg. Great movie, I think. And I did, wasn't aware it was going to be like in the, I don't want to say like, compartmentalized, can you say that? But, like, I didn't know what it was going to be in segments. I knew about the monkey scene, and I knew that there was going to be the HAL scene, but I didn't know. Like, I thought it was just going to be, like, one jump from, like, a planet to something else. But, uh, very good. Yeah, very good film. James, what pissed you off about this movie? Like, it was just too pretentious of Stanley, Stanley Cooper was being an ass, or what? Yeah, it sounds about right. That, and it, I don't know, <laughs> it was just boring to me, besides. I mean, it just moves way too slow. Um, I don't know. It's it seemed to be more of an attempt at art than entertainment, and I guess I'm more of an entertainment fan when it comes to the movies. I appreciate some art in movies, but I don't want it to be just some guy, you know, just trying to impress people. Yeah, one of the – uh, immediately the next day I went to uh, 
the internet and looked up like people's theories on it and stuff. And one one great theory was, yeah, everything uh, everything in the movie reminds me of a phallus. And they just talked about. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, Jesus, Freud that's would a have great... a fun time with you. That's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Freud would have a great time with you. Speaking of, they also uh, talked about Floyd and uh, Freud and comparing it to Doctor Floyd, who is a character in the movie, and how it's supposed to be like some kind of relationship there. It's ridiculous. All the theories out about that movie. Anyhow, I, sorry, didn't mean to go on a rant. Didn't mean to drop the f bomb, but I just had to had control to yourself, young man. Yeah, a, I'm sorry. I'm I think sorry. that's a great a great point, and I think it's always a mark of. Uh, and this might actually affirm Jim's theory a little bit. I think it's always a mark of great art when people and a ton of people can look at it, and nobody have the exact same theory or not have one definitive theory. It kind of is a lens through which you can see yourself, and I think that movie does an excellent job of of that in a lot of ways. Yeah, I Beautiful. mean. Even though I hated the movie, I can definitely, like when we were talking about like the best sci-fi movies, I can understand why it should be on a list, even though I didn't like it. So yeah, it's definitely got some respect factor, but it's just yeah. not my cup of tea. It's on the AFI's 10 Top 10, which we talked about three episodes ago, four episodes ago. Anyhow, what uh, what interesting movies have you guys partaken in over the week? Um, I actually saw a movie called Interview, uh, released in 2007. Uh, it's a Steve Buscemi vehicle. He wrote it, or at least partially wrote it, it looks like, uh, directed it, and also starred in it. Um, the movie's basically a one-on-one conversation between him and uh, Sienna Miller. Uh, Buscemi plays Babe. kind of a fading um, political uh, analyst for, I forget if it's a newspaper or TV, but uh, she plays just like the soap opera actress. And he gets this lame you know, job of having to interview her and He's not into it at all. But anyway, they just spend the time kind of talking and trying to get through the interview, even though he doesn't respect her. And they end up flirting a little bit. They end up being really abusive to each other. And it's intermixed. Um, actually, I didn't like the movie very much at all. Um, <laughs> that sounded like an epic. <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't know if it was just too much abuse or what, but like. Plus the abusive nature and like the flirting kind of went back and forth so much that it was just, I don't know, it just seemed totally fabricated. It didn't seem like a natural conversation to me at all. Um, There was, there's kind of a twist ending type of thing going on in it too, which was all right. But yeah, overall, yeah, I didn't rate it very high. It was just. It was just too abusive for me. It reminded me a lot of uh, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. If any fans of that movie, you might like this movie. But uh, there, I was going to say, it sort of sounds like uh, when you watch a movie, when, when we watch Made and how you watch it, and you just get uneasy watching it because the characters do like a good job. But you're saying the characters didn't even exist. They fucked it up, and it just seemed like Steve Buscemi and Sienna Miller screwing around the whole time um i mean they definitely portrayed their characters well but the conversation like patterns and stuff didn't seem natural whatsoever i mean one moment they're like kissing and the next moment they're like calling each other nasty shit and the other you know they're stabbing each other in the back and then flirting again in the next scene and it's just it's so back and forth i think if it was more of a even flow to from one to the other it might have been more natural feeling but i mean it was like a change of pace on whether or not they hated each other or loved each other, like seemed like 10 times or something in the movie in a conversation in one room. And it's just like, I don't see that ever happening in a conversation. So I don't know. It was hard to swallow, I guess. 
Uh, he news- directed a movie called Lonesome Jim that was also a little bit uh, difficult to get into. It, it starred Casey Affleck and uh, Liv Tyler, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but I really wasn't that big of a fan of it. Um, that's the only other experience I've had with him as a uh, as a director. Gotcha. Have you ever seen <laughs> Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? I have not. Uh, oh, it's a Elizabeth it's Taylor kind of a classic, movie. Isn't it? Yeah, it's an older movie. Basically, it's two couples and they do the exact same thing. They flirt with each other, hate each other. You know, some of them are fighting, some of them are hanging out and enjoying each other's company. It's, but it's, I mean, it's exactly that kind of feel to it. So you're saying Sienna Miller in this movie will be perfect for the GI Joe role that she's about to partake in? Yes, perfect. <laughs> she's been prepared with this movie. I like that. And uh, P.S. Apparently, Steve Buscemi has a brother who he pulled into this movie. Did you know that? I did notice a Buscemi name <laughs> on the cast list besides him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Michael. Was he really good looking? I don't even remember what he looks like because honestly, there was only two people in this movie like at all. Like I'm, there's. I remember like one other person named Maggie in there, but other than that, it was like chick number two or you know guy on street. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's it's. Definitely, definitely a movie uh, not to catch is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I don't recommend it. Oh, I remember who he was now. Strangely enough, his <laughs> brother played his brother. Uh, oh, tricky, tricky. I like that. <laughs> Sneaky. Uh, I recently saw a movie called Man on Wire, which uh, oddly enough was actually just nominated for an Academy Award yeah, for Best that, uh, yeah. Full-length documentary. documentary. Good it's going to win. It's going to win. I certainly think so. I, I didn't see any of the other ones, but I would have to assume that this one's better than them because I saw it. Um, but this is a movie about about the man. I believe his name was uh, Philippe Petit, and he's from France. He's still alive. And this guy... And some of his friends, like, literally snuck into when they were just finishing building it. So the top floors weren't uh, weren't occupied. F- just finished building the Twin Towers in New York. And he snuck in with his friends. And, and it was like this elaborate heist to get into their, like, fake IDs, hiding from guards. And set up a wire. And he tightrope walked across this wire, uh, across the two uh, the two. Uh, World Trade Center towers in New York for like 45 minutes before they caught him, and uh, yeah, obviously, you know, by the end He's, of it, there were cops on both sides and everything. But he sounds very really French or something. Was he? Yeah, French yeah, guy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. He sounds very French. Was it He's, a foreign uh, film or no? No. Well, I mean, if it if it was, that would surprise me because it was all done in English or gotcha. like anybody who could speak English did, and if they couldn't speak English, it was uh, you know right. it was subtitled. But the people that were speaking English could, and it was I, I thought it was fascinating. I mean, the narrative is excellent. It's it's just a really great story, and then also just the, like the, this idea of this guy doing this was just incredibly fascinating to me. It sounds like it has a an England release, so. Technically, uh, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me if it was a British movie. Um, yeah, well, speaking seems- of uh, English releases. Cashback, the movie I talked about last week, was English, not Belgian, like I said. Sorry ah, about that. Sorry about that. It was released Man. first in Belgium. But we just lost all our Belgian listeners. Sorry. <laughs> it was released there first, so you guys got to see it first. Au revoir. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Man, we are idiots. Uh, so, no. Gunga, Gunga Seal of Approval? On this one, absolutely. I would I would slap it on there. It's one of my favorite documentaries I've ever seen. Wow, wow. Very interesting. Very interesting. Not as good as The King of Kong, but really Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. And we will uh, discuss more of uh, what it's up against in our uh, our Oscar nominations segment, which is which is called Oscar nominations and why you should care about them. It will be <laughs> great. Uh, so, yeah, we got a, a lot of feedback about 2009 movies and sort of things we did not mention. 
And we, we had to cut it short. Jeff had things to do. Yeah, you know, we don't blame him for that. And we didn't, we can't, you know, have you listening to the show for three hours straight. So we are going to revisit the 2009 movies that we missed. Some of them aren't going to be ones to go catch, but ones to avoid. Um, I don't know where I want to start. The one, the one thing that did stick out was we did not step on the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. I think Parnassus, I think I'm pronouncing it right, which is the new Terry Gilliam film, which also might be Gilliam. I'm, I'm not sure. But uh, he's the guy that did 12 Monkeys, Monty Python, The Holy Grail. He's a genius. And, uh, Vegas is yeah, Fear and Loathing, yep. Fisher yeah. King. Um, and a movie called Brazil, which I haven't seen, which you said sucked. So I'm sorry. I don't think it sucked. It was just, I, I wasn't really that fond of it. Jim, you saw it too, right? I did, yes. It seemed very bizarre, but almost for the sake of being bizarre. Yeah, that's kind oh, of Oh, Brazil? Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. This is, I think it's but Now slated. that I think about it, I have no idea why it was called Brazil. No, no. <laughs> anyway, uh, this movie's slated for June, so it's still a little ways off, but not as not as far as all these ones. And it also has, if you're a, a Heath Ledger fan, it's pretty much his last last appearance on film. He ended up dying during recording. Uh, and what happened was, it's going to be a, a pretty much I don't know, like a surreal story about a guy making a deal with the devil that ends up he's uh, like a tra- part of a traveling circus. I don't know if you, I brigades the word, but circus act. And he makes a deal with the devil to I don't even I don't even remember what. But what ends up happening was it ends up biting him in the ass in the end, like all our all these great <laughs> all these great tragedies do. And uh, he ends up trying to pretty much go face uh, another deal and try to beat the devil in his own game, trying to collect souls, sort of like Ghost Rider, Nicolas Cage, great great movie. <clears throat> and um, like um like that Charlie Daniels song. Yeah, sort of like that Charlie Daniels. Um, <laughs> But what's what's interesting? I I, I like uh, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing his name right. So my, uh, Gilliam or Gilliam's previous movies. He's a genius. Twelve Monkeys. I'm a big fan of, and yeah, it, it, the the shooting's genius in that. But uh, what's also interesting is since Heath Ledger perished, they had they pulled in Johnny Depp, Colin Farrell, and Jude Law to share the same lead role, the same character that Heath Ledger is playing. So I'm not really sure how it's going to work out, but it seems. It's got potential. It's got potential, and it's going to be pretty twisted to begin with. So, um, I'm, I may I might see it if I uh, if I can convince somebody to, to come with me. You can wade your way through the yeah. teenage girls that want to see Heath Ledger's yeah. last movie. <laughs> are the teenage girls the ones that are all after Heath Ledger? I wasn't I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. And Galloway. Say, yeah, I'd say probably teenage. Yeah. And, and Galloway. Galloway. No problem there. Uh, yeah. So James, you and I will probably have to go go watch that movie and come back with a report. I'm kind of surprised that. Uh... Heath Ledger doesn't play Dr. Parnassus. I kind of expected yeah. that, but it's Christopher Plummer instead. Yeah, Plummer's a genius. Plummer. And I think he's got another... I think he's in another movie. Plummer? Isn't he in... Plummer's in yeah. a ton of stuff. Well, no, no, I'm talking about this year. Uh, uh, yeah, I want to say he was in uh, Nottingham or something. Yeah, maybe well, maybe that was it. Nottingham, another great movie that we didn't, we didn't bring up. I don't think he is in that movie, actually. Because, uh, no, uh, he's doing... Now. I think he's just doing voice for Up. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Nottingham, I'm happy you brought that up, Jeff. Would you like to introduce our uh, our listeners to this great movie? No. Why aren't you? <laughs> Comes out in November. Uh, Russell Crowe plays everybody. Apparently, he's good enough to pretty much play every <laughs> character in the movie. Um, I think he's studying under uh, Eddie Murphy. Marian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised he's going that route. It just, I don't know. It seems like a kiss of death for an actor. The kiss of death. Come on, it's worked out so well. The, uh, 
explore the concept, the notion of one man as both villain and hero. It's absolutely brilliant. I don't think any movie's ever tried it before. I'm really <laughs> excited for this movie for that reason. Um, also, Ridley Scott's a genius. I Ridley, Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott. The, the second master of action. You really like Ridley Scott other than his alien I like alien, situation. yeah. Yeah, like other than that. I really didn't like uh, I really didn't like um, the Gladiator that much at all. Well, you didn't like – didn't he do Black Hawk Down or something too? And He did. I like Black Hawk Down okay. Uh, I like Gladiator. To explain this a little bit further, uh, yeah, so it comes out in November. Russell Crowe sort of revised Robin Hood's story, and Russell Crowe plays Sheriff Nottingham and Robin Hood. And – I don't know. Let's 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 see. Well, Time Cop, great great movie. But you know, when you see yourself playing, he I guess he plays his younger self and himself in that movie. Um, all the movies where I see somebody playing the same Nick uh, Nick Cage did it in adaptation. I just hate it. And not to mention it's Russell Crowe, so it's just amplified by billions because he's and, obnoxious. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, don't don't catch this movie. We're not we're not uh we're not uh condoning this don't, one. Don't speak for Jim. Jim might. <laughs> Uh yeah, uh, it's, it's it's intriguing, but yeah, I'm not excited to go see it or anything like that. If he slips into a coma and gets wheeled in, he might catch some of the movie. I may just have to go see Ridley Scott since I backed him. You know, I, I yeah. don't want to like leave him hanging. Just so you know, when you're backing Ridley Scott, you're backing 1492, GI Jane, <laughs> Hannibal, uh, Men. Yes, Affairs, Kingdom of Heaven. A good year. I, yeah, Kingdom of Heaven. Kidding. What a terrible film. Go on. Yeah, Blade Runner. Alien. Because all those. Yeah, Blade Runner. Okay, all right. Squall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he came out of the gates firing strong, but yeah, it's, yeah. he's out of bullets at this point. You, I think you skipped Legend too, by the way, which you can't. Just I've never watch. seen that, so I can't vouch for that. Oh my god. Yeah, it, he did do Legend. Yeah, but yeah, I. And you guys I, forget I that I actually like Matchstick Man. Never gonna move it. Yeah, we're, we'll we'll let that slide. Yeah, I haven't so, seen uh, American Gangster yet though. James, any ones that you uh, you were upset you missed last week? Do you want to want to touch on? Um, well, I found uh, Wolfman to be kind of intriguing. I was having a hard time trying to like I watched the trailer and stuff, and I was having a hard time deciding if they were going with a horror feel for that or more of like a Sleepy Hollow feel, just like you know going with the story and telling you know just the, the mystery of it all. Yeah. So uh, Benicio del Toro plays the the Wolfman. Hopkins plays, I believe, his father, and uh, good old Hugo Weaving's in it. So I like all those guys. It might be interesting to, to check it out. Jeff, you're a little uh, what's up? Who's directing this one? Um, I'm not sure who directs it. Oh, somebody, some genius, I'm sure. Uh, regardless, though, Benicio got totally shunned at uh, the Oscars, which we'll talk about talk about later. Yeah, no Che loving the, the Che movie. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, people hate communism. I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Benicio del Toro, genius. Werewolf story. I don't know. Maybe we can follow this up with a Frankenstein and uh, some kind of Dracula movie after this. Van Helsing. Can we can we see a sequel, please? Um, but yeah, sure anything they already covered those. Did and Hugo Weaving. I I am not familiar with all his stuff other than The Matrix, Lord of the Rings. Like, where did? Is he a theater guy, and he just came out of completely nowhere? Completely out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. like, is he I th- I'm guess, completely out of nowhere? He doesn't do theater? He seems like a theater guy. He does um, seem like a theater yeah, guy. Yeah, probably just because he's British. Yeah, and uh, Anthony Hopkins no, makes a born in Nigeria. In this, too. Weaving was? Yeah, that's what it says here. Weird. On the internet. <laughs> the internet right Lies. here. It's gotta, it's gotta be true. Gotta be true. Uh, do we want to bring up, well, I guess in terms of 
remakes, we could go to Friday the 13th, which I wonder if any of our horror fans are going to go out and actually see this. It's gonna start, I might even go out and see yeah, this. Grab, grab, your, grab your girlfriend and get blasted and go see Friday the 13th and scare her every two minutes and she'll think you're the coolest person ever. This is going to be... This <laughs> is gonna, if you're 13, listen to that advice. <laughs> this is going to be, I don't know, the beginning of a great saga... Probably not. Um, we, I wouldn't. I wouldn't spend our fifteen well-earned dollars to to catch Friday the Thirteenth. Although I <laughs> believe it is releasing. It's coming out in February. Dollars. It's coming out in February, and I believe it's coming out on Friday the Thirteenth. So heads up. Heads up. That's probably the coolest part of the whole movie. <laughs> it's so like when uh, the the Omen came out on oh six oh six oh six. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. And speaking of uh, movies that are continuing sagas, Terminator Salvation. Boo! <laughs> Come on, Jeff. Did you even did you even read anything about it? I, I read enough. <laughs> uh, I read, read, the, I read, read that it's being directed by Mick G. That was did, good enough for me. <laughs> do you read that uh, Helena Bottom Carter was going to be in it? Yeah, but she. Yeah, I. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's hot. And talented. You don't think she can save the movie? I, I think she's incredibly talented, actually. I seriously do. But uh, I don't think this movie's going to be very good. Yeah, I'm not uh, holding my breath for that one either. I'm, I don't know. The, the Terminator stories have run its course. I've even been trying to watch the uh, TV show a little bit, and it's, I don't know, losing the interest show, really fast. TV show sucks. Um, it doesn't have Arnie in it, so... Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just not the same without Arnie, I guess. Nothing's the same without him. Christian Bale, though. Christian Bale, the the Dark Knight star, coming in trying to continue the series. Is this going to be? Oh, I don't even know why I'm asking. I was going to say, is this going to be the last one? But it's. No. <laughs> I guess we'll see. We'll see the ticket sales and find yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I'm nobody sure. goes and sees it, maybe. Okay, so the obvious the obvious answer is we don't recommend this. But the question, my question is, are is the general public going to go turn this thing into a blockbuster? Are tons yes. of people going to see this movie? I would say, well, it's going to depend. Do we know when it's coming out? June. Yeah, probably. If there's, especially if there's nothing yeah. else big coming out. Actually, that time. Uh, it says June here, but I also have another website that says May twenty second. So, so close to June, very close. I'm sure it'll do well just because of Michael Ironsides in it. Ironsides in it? That's what I heard. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, Moon Blood Good, who's in it, who's also in the great movie that, that uh, is coming out in 2009, which we have not mentioned, is Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li. Yes. <laughs> Thank God! Oh, I was waiting for that one to come up. I am really <laughs> excited for this movie, really big-time excited to oh not go God. see this movie. Man, uh, I don't know. This this might be a drunken feature in my future. It's going to be so terrible. And any anything based on, apparently since video game movies have been so good, They've decided to change it and focus on one character of a video game, Chun-Li from Street Fighter. They're just following the the X-Men style. Just like, okay, it's origin story time. Exactly, X-Men Origins, which we talked about last week. Maybe they're just like, they're trying a new angle and seeing if it it sticks, I guess. Man, there's still still a lot of movies to talk about. Where where the wild things are? Anybody remember this one? I think I saw it. Sounds very intriguing. Yeah. Very, with Spike, very. With Spike Jones behind it, I'm interested. I can tell you that. Spike Jones. And from what I understand, he's not. He's using a lot of like costumes and stuff as opposed to CGI, which is kind of cool. I think. 
And I was about to say, where's Spike Jones been? He disappeared, dude. Do you have a kid or something? Like he hasn't been. Uh, he got. He had a pretty nasty divorce with um Sofia Coppola. Oh yeah, that's, yeah, the, yeah. La- that's the last I heard of him, and now he's back. Spike Jones coming back strong. He's been doing. He, man, oh, ever since music videos, and then he went, did. Did he do Three Kings? He was in it, wasn't he? He was in it. He didn't. Yeah, do he was it, in it. He yeah. didn't do that. But being no, John Malkovich, first, forget yeah, about it. Adaptation. Adaptation. Yeah. Man, a genius. I wonder, is this movie going to be too... Is this going to be another movie that should have been two minutes long and it's going to be just completely sh- stretched out and just being the worst story of all time? What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? How much... I know where the wild things are, the children's stories, but is there that much content there to actually turn this into a giant movie? Was there a novel kind of thing for I this? think it's so undefined that they can take a lot of you know leeway with it and do whatever they want with it yeah that's what i'm wondering like is this going to be another you know grinch stole christmas disaster or is it like is there actually i don't know if if there's no story they can create what they want i guess but that's interesting i just learned that uh dave eggers is uh right helping him out with the screenplay and uh they're, they're co-writing it but dave eggers is a really great young writer he wrote uh a heartbreaking work of staggering genius is the name of his first novel he's a really really uh good guy uh so i'm excited for that now too and that comes out in October, so you guys are gonna have to wait a little bit for that. We'll 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 stop on that. We'll stop on that when it comes around. Yeah. Uh, then uh, speaking of sort of childish things, we've got Up, the Pixar movie that's coming out, which uh, I'm sure will make bajillions. Yeah. I'm I'm to the point where it's pretty much guaranteed good for me for Pixar. I'm, you don't even, you just buy your tickets pre sale. Yeah, it's just like whatever. Uh, just before. give me the tickets. I don't even know what the topic is yet. Just I'll go and see it and enjoy it. Is it? Uh, so I know the idea of the guy ties a billion balloons on his house and floats around, but is there? Do you know anything other than that? All I know is it's yeah, he's like a curmudgeon, and then some like annoying kid like tags along and provides comedy relief. Mm. Yeah, so it's, that sounds freaking terrible, actually. But it's probably going to wind up being good. Those yeah, Pixar people I mean, are good. yeah, most no, of sounds them. like the old guy. The old guy has a lifelong dream to see the wilds of South America, so he he lifts off and heads out there and takes a little kid with him that happens to yeah happens to tag along which is in may 2009 not too far away a little closer yeah making billions jeff are you gonna go see this movie no i won't go see it in the theater but i'll definitely see it at some point i still haven't seen wally but i haven't seen wally either but i wanted to so i'll probably see it i'll see see if people are going you'll see it at the oscars yeah mark my words i'm sure you'll see this also in 2009 it'll be a a Clash of the Titans for the your movie dollars with that and Monsters versus Aliens. Really? Yeah. Is it around the same time too? Um, I'm not exactly sure on the release dates, but both of them sound to be, you know, prime to oh, make Mon- some huge bucks. Yeah, Monsters versus Aliens is in April, so you have some time for that. A little bit of flat. And that's going to be another other animation that's not. Is it uh, DreamWorks or is this completely? Yeah, it's DreamWorks. It looks like the DreamWorks version of Monsters Inc. Basically. Yeah. Well, monsters, monsters. Actually, I thought it was more Incredibles, kind of, than other than monsters. I, I can see that too. Yeah, it's like they get yeah. a bunch of yeah superheroish type monsters. Yeah, but they're like freaks and, more than superheroes type of things. And they go yeah. and battle aliens or something. It's gonna be yeah. It's gonna make billions. It's it's not competing with uh, up because it's a month before, and I'm sure. I wonder what else is coming out that weekend, but it's gonna make a killing. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm pretty positive. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, and it's every got some kid really weird in the people. entire world is going to need to go see this movie. Like yeah. McDonald's is going to be giving away the toys. Yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be cool. Do and we, it's given will give away toys. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They do. I was there recently. I brought Good I to hear. my cousin there. <laughs> so you ordered a happy meal, huh? Yeah, yeah, it was great. <laughs> I had my cousins with me. Come on. <laughs> Uh, Will Arnett getting some work in in this movie. I'm happy. Good for him. I started watching The Brother Solomon with him in it, and it was god awful. <laughs> and I had to turn it off. I'm really disappointed. Oh, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Maybe we'll see that Arrested Development movie soon. We'll we'll have to wait. Not in 2009 though. Don't don't cross don't. our fingers. There is one more movie I wanted to bring up. Um, the Year One is the name of the movie. The Year One, and it's about. Uh, well, first off, it's a Harold Ramis vehicle. He wrote and directed. Are you it. serious? Wow. Yeah. I know he was um, still... Go ahead. You didn't know he was still what? Well, I didn't know uh, he was thriving. <laughs> you mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kicking ass and taking names. Must be on his third wind, I guess. Yeah, he never stopped, all right? Don't call it a comeback. Now, uh, this is a movie starring Jack Black and Michael Sarah as, let me see if I can read this, a couple of lazy hunter-gatherers who are banished from their primitive village. They set up a, set off on an epic journey across the ancient world. Uh, some of the other people I'm seeing in here are David Cross and Paul Rudd as oh Cain and Abel. God. Yeah. Uh, Sounds like they stumble into a lot of like Old Testament occurrences. Yeah. Yeah, That's- Hank Azaria as Abraham. Um <laughs> It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a disaster. Are you serious? Yo, it sounds like it's gonna be terrible. It but I'll, probably, I'll, I'll be interested. Yeah. Yeah. If you're gonna do drunk and feature, this might not be a bad idea. Yeah. I, I was that, feeling they're gonna be a lot of bad laughs. In this yeah, that's one. what they're going for, right? Like these are all comedian, comedic geniuses the, for the most part. So I'm guessing around. this isn't gonna be your biblical film of the year. No, no, this right. is goofball. I sincerely doubt it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's funny. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture of Sarah in a costume, and he's looking kind of like a. A brown-haired Garth from Wayne's World. It's kind of funny. Uh, when when is this coming out? Do you know? Um, June nineteenth, I believe. A lot of the a lot of the summer releases. A lot of the summer releases. Always, always. Says the always. season. Land of the Lost is coming out in June too, which is going to be funny. Nah, I can't wait. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> looking for. I'm I'm usually can stand Will Ferrell, but I don't know. This one's going to be. Is he going to be in it? Yeah, That's hilarious. He's, yeah, he's in it. That uh, Danny McBride's in it. Uh, Anna Friel's in it. She's from uh, Pushing Daisies. That just got canceled. But yeah, they're, it's weird because they didn't take a comedic take with the like creatures and stuff. They're not actually doing like serious creatures and stuff, but just the actors are providing comedy, which I thought was interesting because the old show was just so campy. And we uh, we all we all know how good Will Ferrell is in bringing back TV movie TVs to TV oh, yeah, shows yeah. to movies like I don't know. He was so Bewitched. good with <laughs> it, Yes, did so well. Yeah, um, I don't know. I might, I might have uh, had my fair share of. Uh, I'm done with Will Ferrell. I just can't handle him anymore. I guess if he's changing his image for Land of the Lost, I might be able to watch it. I don't know. I'm pretty I'm sure he's not changing anything. I think he's counting yeah. on his image on that one. Yeah, I guess. And what is this? Pic- I see a picture of him with like a, a sea of lizard men. That's great. Oh, well, those are probably <laughs> the slee stacks. Yeah, oh, maybe yeah. not. I don't know. But yeah. uh, 2012 is coming out this coming year, too. What the hell is that? That's pretty it's, much it's the giant disaster film. film. Yeah. yeah. It's by the guys who did Independence Day and all those movies. Yeah. So it's it's, it's going to be generic. This will go for the guilty pleasure for Michelle W., who likes that sort of stuff. Just She likes those kind of things? Yeah, what? I remember that from the guilty pleasure uh, Parker Posey. It was just, it's just going to be, you know. 
things in real life getting destroyed. You know, oh, there goes the you know Statue of Liberty. Oh, there goes the Eiffel Tower. That sort of oh, stuff. The Statue of Liberty. I know that. And it gets <laughs> in that's, there. I don't remember that. Sorry, Michelle W. I don't mean to make fun of you, but that's stupid. <laughs> that's why oh. it's a guilty pleasure. And I'm, I'm seeing here John Cusack. Yeah, that surprised me. Huge. Oh, he's, a, he's always in crappy movies nowadays. I can't think of the last good thing John Cusack did. Fidelity was that the last one or no? Did he do anything since then? He that what was that juror movie? That I like that movie a lot. What was the one where he oh, was the um, gun gun? Uh, he was just in some. Yeah, you know I read that post nine eleven one too. He was in what James? Some post nine eleven one also. I forget. Like I don't know if his well, wife died or what, but yeah, it's a little bit more on the serious side from what you're saying. And we're, not, and we're not to uh, forget the. What was he going to say? He's also in. And the identity shit. movie. He was in that too. Sorry, I completely lost my train of thought. We've got we have some live listeners. <laughs> we have some live listeners sending sending links around, and uh, I I got I got a sidetracked. For, Fourteen oh eight was what I was going to say, but we don't. want <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anything else before we end this train wreck of the rest of 2009? We didn't have many uh, suggestions to go catch. The Imaginarium, go see that. I'll be there. Other than that. Inglorious Bastards. Did we talk yeah, a lot that was about last Sherlock week. Holmes? Um, we so talked I'm sort of that. interested in the, in the Guy Ritchie Sherlock Holmes movie if we haven't talked about that. Yeah, we talked we about did. that last Yeah, because okay. yeah, right. we were talking about how he's the more modern so version where he kicks ass. Yeah. We, gotcha. will, we will catch more of that. At a, <laughs> we'll catch more of Sherlock Holmes at a later date. So the the one our uh, special segment of today the Oscar nominations and why you should care about them. Uh, we don't really have any reasons why you should care about them, but we have some uh, meaningless gambling. Banter. That's why. Yeah, gambling. There's a lot of gambling going on. <laughs> is, is it any? Uh, is it any coincidence that it comes about the same time as the Super Bowl? Yeah, interesting. Interesting. Sports. Well, you guys want to talk about the Oscars? I want to talk about the Film Actors Guild. Don't you mean the screen? Sorry, screen, screen actors killed. Yeah, and, and SAGs, and the, the SAGs, the SAG. Yeah, I don't, I don't accept, I don't accept SAG awards. I don't, I don't even think. What do they give SAG awards out for? Like best child actor? No, like best. Uh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> you know, same stuff they give it out for the like the Oscars. Just it's all actor stuff. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Big boy Josh Brolin, actor in a supporting role. Go. It's about freaking time. <laughs> Ever since Goonies, I've been, I've been <laughs> we've been waiting for him to be noticed by the rest of the world. I noticed. <laughs> oh, oh my god, he was fantastic in Planet Terror. In Planet Terror, yeah, he was. He, he did all right. He did all right. I'm, I'm not gonna. I just love the fact that I've him. somehow adopted him. Yeah, so no, I Robert like Downey Jr. got nominated for uh, Tropic Thunder. This yeah, is which correct. is. It didn't he? I haven't seen the movie, but wasn't he in supposedly an, an actor that was trying to get an award, and that's why he was acting as a black person in the movie? Right, right, it? yeah. So that's a giant. Yeah, for what I understand, he like had a medical operation to darken his skin so he could play this role in that movie. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. That's, it's almost like a giant fuck you to anybody that played a serious, serious actually, role. Actually, actually, I like that category. It's a pretty solid category as far as the nominations go. With Heath Ledger, yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman from Doubt, Robert Downey Jr., uh, Michael Shannon, which is a kind of a no-namer, which is cool. I like it when they get their due. Uh, he was in uh, Revolutionary Road and the Dross Brolin for Milk. I think these were all obvious picks. I am sort of upset that 
James Franco didn't get the nod in Milk. Just as James Franco is, an, is awesome. I haven't seen him. I really like James Franco. And, I, and it sounds like it's, he got denied because Josh Brolin ended up picking yeah, up. probably took all of his votes. What a dick. Uh, you know, hey, you know what? Let's let's stay behind Brolin for this, and then next time Franco will get in, right. okay? Just got to push forward. Just push oh, forward. Oh, man, man. Did he, James, did you ever go see The Wrestler with Mickey Rourke? I have not seen it, but I am interested in it. Yeah, he's nominated. Him, Brad Pitt, with The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. You've got Sean Penn and Melk, Frank Langella and Frost Nixon, and then Richard Jenkins Jenkins in The Visitor. For, I'm pretty uh, happy with all those nominations. Pitt except, is the one exception, I guess, just because, I don't know. I don't think he had to do a whole lot in that movie. Well, Tom Hanks did do a good job in that movie, but... Other than that. <laughs> Tom yeah. Hanks was great in that movie. <laughs> Brad Pitt was pretty good. Yeah, and, uh, and I, I can't even with a straight face. This, like, this, these are for those of you that don't know. These are Forrest Gump jokes. Uh, the Curious Case of Benjamin Button was pretty much very much like Forrest Gump, and it was actually nominated for uh, thirteen. Uh, Oscar, same as Forrest Gump, and most of them were the exact same categories yeah. as well. So. This is hilarious. Yeah, I think yeah, I it's two categories that were different, but other than that, it was exactly the same. There's some kind of conspiracy going on with uh, our Oscar nominees here. We need to write letters to the board or whoever's running that trash heap and figure the out board. what's going on. The board. The board. Yeah. And uh, I like how we are... Uh, forecast of Melk scoring being pretty much an Oscar what is it an Oscar thriving performance by pretty much there's what uh, uh, Melk got eight nominations we got music actor supporting uh, screenplay all kinds of crap because uh, I don't want to scroll costume through design costume design yeah well, and, and directing anyhow they, they scored a lot of nominations Sean Penn I, I hope he beats Brad Pitt because I, I was not happy with Brad Pitt's performance in The Curious Case. But uh, apparently Mickey Rourke is just a smash hit in the wrestling. Yeah, I, need just, a, I sort of want to see it. I've heard so actually much Actually, Penn about. and Pitt are the two that I would rather not win it. I'd rather one of the other three get it. Yeah. Richard Jenkins, I, I've seen like I just I like Richard Jenkins okay, but he's always been incredibly ignorable in everything I've seen him in. Yeah. Like, I don't. I, I, I guess I got to want Rourke to win this because Frank Langella, like, okay, whatever, but Rourke. Because he Come looks on. so baller all the time in that yeah. movie, The Wrestler. Someone and made so a baller. good point about Langella's. I think the role is a little harder than a lot of the other like bio roles, just because um, Every Nixon's of them. yeah, Nixon's more of a caricature these days than a, like a real character. So it, right. it's like hard not to slip into that. I would think that's a good I point. Can, I can take that. Very good point. Very good point. We also have uh, the actress in the leading role, Kate Winslet, coming back with the reader, who's been she's been nominated like fifty times. Not really. Uh, this uh, is her sixth nomination. Five times. She ever won? This is her sixth. She's never won. Seven times. She's been nominated seven times. No. I like Kate Winslet it's quite sick. a bit. Yes, I'm, I'm a Winslet the, fan. The role, probably the one role she didn't get nominated for was uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I thought she was phenomenal. She in was that. nominated. Oh, was she? Yeah. She was. She was. Uh, our live chat rooms says nine times. Actually, <laughs> I think that's wrong. He spelled yeah. nine like German no. So, that was... <laughs> so yeah, no time. Uh, sounds like she's deserving. Angelina Jolie and the she wants my son back or whatever it is. Second <laughs> yeah. nomination. Hopefully she doesn't win. I just don't like Angelina Jolie. Uh, it's because she stole because uh, she stole Brad from Jennifer. Isn't oh it? yeah, it is. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Quit twisting uh, the knife, Jeff. Quit twisting the knife. Do you have any? Opinion- 
Alyssa Leo is uh, Frozen River. I'm not familiar with this movie. Yeah, at I don't know her at all. I guess Maybe she's still in TV, that. but uh, yeah, she plays a person named Ray. Girls can be named Ray, apparently. Yeah, sure. Uh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, you guys have any uh, on the actress in a supporting role? We have Amy for Adams, Winslet there from the Penelope actress, Cruz, by the way. Viola Davis, Tari P. Henson, and Marissa Tomei. In the wrestler, maybe the wrestler will sweep. Probably. Not. I, you know what? Give it to Tomei. She hasn't had one since my cousin Vinny. It's about time. <laughs> she got a free one the first time. Why not give her a second one? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's wrong with her and my cousin Vinny. Actually, I think Amy Adams is pretty cute, so let's just give it to her. I'm sort of surprised Penelope Cruz hasn't been nominated for more things. This is her second nomination. She just seems to be in so many movies. She's bound to hit the dartboard at some point. Like, <laughs> she never does any great acting, but you figure after <laughs> 50,000 movies. That's immaterial. <laughs> how much faith, faith we have in the Academy. Like, If you're in a lot of movies, you're probably going to get nominated. It doesn't matter who you are. <laughs> like, well, let's go back great. to Philip Seymour Hoffman, who I don't like he's he's pretty good, but he ended up getting his nomination. He ended up getting his award for Capote, which was a piece of crap, pretty much. And like again, there's the whole he argument that you... I, he didn't get the award for the movie; he got it for the acting. He was excellent in that. And I liked I like Capote. Okay, we can we can argue about this another day, but um, I don't have a problem with him in Capote at all. And I thought he I thought he was good in it. Moving on, animated feature. <laughs> No, anyhow, do you guys have any uh, any opinions on the actresses supporting role? Marissa Tomei, we know Jeff's that's her hor- his horse, but um, I would like Marissa Tomei to win. I think just so she doesn't have to be known as the person who shouldn't have won for my cousin Vinny. <laughs> Give her a little Come credit, on. little little help. Come on. Uh, so okay, we'll move on to anime feature then. The tough decision between Kung Fu Panda, Bolt, who is uh, voiced by John Travolta, by the way, and Wally. Well, it's gonna be Wally. I don't yeah. even think we need to argue about oh, what's gonna be. Come on, Kung Fu Panda, Jack Black. I haven't seen any of these movies, but from what I've heard of people who've seen Wally, I've heard from like Wally? good to like amazing. I've had people like rant and rave how good this movie is, so I'm kind of very interested to see it. I'm gonna say Wally from now on, and uh, Wally. It was a pretty good movie. I do agree. I do like how they p- depict all humans as fat people in the in the future because we're all lazy. Uh, it's true. Yeah, it's great. Uh, art direction next. Cinematography. See, this is Benjamin Button. Just is everywhere, and we've decided that we're just gonna every 13 years because it was 13 years between Forrest Gump and this one. There's just gonna be an exact same movie. Did I say we? I meant I. An exact same movie, just like the previous one that wins a bazillion Oscars. And I, we all saw Curious Cage to Benjamin Button. We talked about it before, and it doesn't deserve all this shit. And David Fincher, let's talk about director. We'll move to director. David Fincher gets nominated for this. I did like the small action scene in it. Other than that, I don't know. It's I think it's crap. I thought I thought that action scene was excellent. Um, but yeah, beyond that, I really didn't see any great directing. You know, I didn't think anything about it was that fantastic at all. Frost Nixon. I don't even know who directed Frost Nixon. Howard. Uh, oh, did he? Yeah. Cool. Well, actually, that's right. I remember hearing hearing him doing an interview on NPR. Uh, we wouldn't be uh, doing our fans any justice if we didn't bring up Slumdog Millionaire because I know people that have seen it have raved about it. I have not seen it, so I've been sort of dodging that bullet. But uh, yeah, I've heard good sounds things. Sounds like a, yeah, so have I. I should probably I should probably go see it if I want to be a, a good American citizen movie goer. Yeah, it sounded like such a bad movie title. It sounded like like one of those bad like dumb 
modern gangster movie things that I that I just completely ignored it for a while. And then I actually heard what it was about, and I'm really interested. I don't in know. It. When I hear what it's about, it sounds stupid. An 18 year old goes on a talk show and not a talk show, a game show, yeah. and ends up being called out for cheating. Like that doesn't sound very interesting at all. But apparently, it's uh, really well done. Yeah. Apparently, it's well apparently done. Apparently, it's uh, kind of the front runner right now too, which is kind of surprising to me. For what directing or like no, for, for everything? Best picture. Oh. Ooh, best picture, yeah. which I haven't even gotten to yet. Way to jump on me. Let's we got see. documentary feature up next. The only other one that I've even heard of, we got the, the ones up here are The Betrayal, Encounters at the End of the World, The Garden, Man on Wire, and Trouble the Water. Um, Encounters at the End of the World is a Werner Herzog movie where he talks to all these different people who, for one reason or another, have like been to the world's harshest climates, uh, like you know, uh, scuba diving underneath the North, North Pole or something like that. And uh, it seems kind of interesting, and I like Werner Herzog. It does sound interesting. It does sound very interesting. I need to do uh, catch up on my fair share of documentaries. After 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 you get a taste with King of Kong recently, I just want to <laughs> see more. I saw Unreasonable Man for the Ralph Nader documentary. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, going to catch Who Killed the Electric Car soon, so you need to pull that off. But anyhow, documentary, good good uh, uh, good selection. Always Always interested in who wins it. Uh, documentary short, no idea. Let's talk about something that actually matters. Foreign language film, I'm not up to date on, unfortunately. Anyone catch these foreign films? We've got The Batter, Mainhoff Complex, Mainhoff, The Class, Departures, Revanche, and Waltz with Bashir. Yeah, don't know any yeah, of them. I, I really, I, like, would that I could. I really wish I could see all these movies. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, just, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll probably see the winner. The other thing uh, in general to bring up, is I'm surprised Dark Knight didn't isn't everywhere. You've got supporting actor, and after that you have like the film editing, sound, and makeup, and that's it. Like I thought it was going to be pretty blockbuster and pretty huge on the. I mean, as far as like an action superhero movie goes, I mean that's pretty typical for them not to be getting too many nominations. The only reason why I thought it might is because I thought it was a weak field all around this year. I didn't think there was a whole lot of like really just amazing films. Yeah, you because know, I've seen like two of them. Yeah, you know, I, sh- I should know. I don't know. I'm upset. I'm upset. You know, they, a movie like that never really makes a big splash, though. No, like never. Think how long it took for them to nominate uh, um, Lord of the Rings for anything. Like those were pretty good movies, and they never won dick until the third one, which is basically a consolation prize. Right. It's like okay, we'll give you a you know participation. I, like award I said, again. when you're in in so many movies, you hit the you hit the mark. Sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it definitely plays a factor in it. So, uh, wrapping this up, best picture, Curious Cage of Benjamin Button, Frost Nixon, Milk, The Reader, and Slumdog Millionaire. I've only seen one of these movies, but I know the answer, and the answer is Frost Nixon. You think so? Yep. I'm going Slumdog Millionaire. It's Frost Nixon. Just the political climate as it is right now, Frost Nixon's going to win. Ross Nixon's going to win because everyone's thinking about politics recently. It, the economy the way it is, everyone wants to go back and talk about Nixon. That That's the story. It's going to win. Um, what's your slumdog millionaire genius idea? Well, it's 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 about, I don't know, people like it a lot. <laughs> it's about it's about heart is what it's, it's about. about. People <laughs> overcoming <laughs> difficulties. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, Jim. Yeah, no problem. James, what, what's your pick? Benjamin, Benjamin, Ross um, Nixon. I did Elk. like Benjamin. I don't think it's worth the best picture, but like I said, it's not a very good field this year. 
If I had to pick what was going to win, Slumdog, what I think should win, not a clue. Interesting. So you think Slumdog has the popular vote, but you're not sure if it's the right one, the right choice. Yeah, the only reason I think that is from what I've read and stuff, so it's not like a a review of it or anything. What I did like about the awards, all the, or I mean the nominations all together, is it seems like a lot of people are getting first time nods this year, or maybe like they're just their second one. I mean, just going down the list, it seemed like there was at least two or three people in each of the major acting categories and director that have never been nominated before. So it was mm. kind of refreshing. I mean, besides Meryl Streep, Winslet, and Sean Penn, nobody had more than two coming in. Seymour Hoffman didn't have more than two. No, yeah, but right. he had two coming in. So. Interesting. Interesting. So, but I'm rooting for this Dalger guy, the director. He did uh, the Reader. Yeah, this Why is his third you, movie, yeah. and he's been nominated for each one. So I think that it's pretty cool, you know, to be have the perfect record. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. I do like that. The perfect record. Yeah. That, yeah. Three movies, three how, nominations. Did, did he do any? Uh, did he do any? Uh, research on how many other perfect records there are out there? Um, no, I didn't. I just happened to catch that in an article. So, in closing, those are our uh, comments about the Oscars and why you should care about them. And really, one thing I did want to mention—it's kind of not about the nominations. It's just the fact that Hugh Jackman's hosting this year. I found that very strange. Whoa! I did not know. (laughs) How would they do that? Apparently, (laughs) biggest news ever. Apparently, he did a bunch of the Tonys and has done well, so they're moving him to the Oscars. My God. That's, yeah, <laughs> I have no idea what to think about that. Unless he's showing up with claws coming out of his hands, I'm not going to watch <laughs> it, which I doubt he is, but if he is. Yeah, it just sounds like they're going with like a more of a song and dance type of background because apparently he's been doing a lot of the theater. Oh, my God. All right, anyhow, moving on to my uh, disappointing Parker Posey from last week. Incredibly disappointing bad response. There were a lot of views, more views than many of the Parker Posies out there, but apparently nobody wants to post about it. I think it was yeah, it was a bad a question. question. It was a bad question. The question was, what's your favorite movie setting? And I was hoping for some, some specifics on it. Some specifics would wouldn't hurt. And we got four responses, three responses. A lot I'm I'm happy. I'm happy that people came in, in the last few seconds to give me the the last, you know, comments about what, what they felt, but I only got only got a few comments. And uh, Dean, who's one of our live listeners today, uh, did have the first one, and I and would my give favorite, him the nod. Actually, really. I, I like Josh's answer as well. I was going to give the nod to Michelle W. Just because it sort of felt like she really uh, gave me the the pity post at the last second and, <laughs> and wanted to post post it. <laughs> yeah, well, the, maybe the reason you got the pity post is because you went on there trolling for it with your <laughs> post after nobody else. Posted. Well, there was a. People, uh, there's there was a big scare that we wouldn't get the episode out today. We would have we had conflicting uh, schedules, but uh, so I put a post about how don't worry guys, you have two more days to post your Parker Posey, and yeah, so it, it encouraged a few people. I'm not going to deny that, but her pick, Michelle W's pick, was pretty much historical dramas that portray that you know historical scene, that city, whatever it is, well, and make you feel like you're there. I, I like I like that pick. But mainly because it was a very good pity pity post. I like that. And James, you like Dean's post the best? Uh, yeah, I liked his uh, "What Dreams May Come" answer. Mean? Okay. It yeah, was, I remember. It's definitely really an original take on it, and I, I don't know. I kind of tended to interpret the question more specifically as opposed to like a genre of setting. Gotcha, gotcha. I have seen it, but I need to see it again. I just remember him like stepping on people's 
like he's in hell or purgatory or something and he's stepping on people's faces and stuff. And yeah, I mean, sometimes so, he's like in a painting and like he can manipulate his environment. It's just a very original take. I actually didn't really care for the movie all that much. I, I mean, I didn't dislike it, but it was just kind of eh. But the, gotcha. the setting was very cool and kind of unique. Jeff, any any comments? Uh, you know, I got I got to give a little bit to Galloway's answer. Um, the uh, the setting that he likes the best being inside the ladies' locker room. That's just <laughs> kind of funny to me. <laughs> I didn't see it coming. You're right. I didn't see it coming. It was a it was a very quick turn. Did not did not catch that. So now that we've covered everyone's answer, we can no move B. Lee. On. B. Lee didn't get an answer. Oh, that, He's a very new user right. to the forums, and his answer was sort of like. The dirty, war-infested, like, everybody thinks you're an asshole because it's the middle of a war. Yeah, war is hell type. Yeah, I, I liked it. I liked it. Uh, yeah, you... I especially liked how he said he's not talking about war movies where Nicolas Cage kills 20 <laughs> Koreans with a six-shooter. Yeah. That cracked me up. <laughs> with how much love we have for Nick Cage on this show, I, I really think he's going to be a heavy contributor. Oh, and man. I also so... did hear outsider compliments on... Uh, Dean's answer that was the more futuristic one, where like the the well-off people lived above all the shit people. So, gotcha. extra props to him for that. All right, so moving on, got to close, got to close off the Gunga cast. Getting a little long. Uh, going to the Parker Posey. That is now Jeff's turn. I'm sure he's going to come back big. Big. All right, so this one I'm going I'm going with something that I, that I just feel like uh, feel like we need to kind of breach. We, we've been kind of uh, losing a little bit of steam. I blame myself mostly for that. The Parker Posey. Everyone's got to have an answer for this. It's built in that everyone has an answer. Um, and the, the question is going to be, and I don't want to hear that they change all the time because I, I, they do for everybody. It's <laughs> right now, gun to your head. Top three favorite movies. Come on, oh. come on, what? Come on. Top three favorite movies. All right, yeah. Batman, Batman Returns, Batman Forever. Top three. All right, that's your answer then. I'll give you mine. Um, <laughs> go, go ahead. I'll think. I'll think. All right, so the ones I came up with when I thought of the question are different than the ones I came up with now. Oh, another stipulation. Uh, can't be the same director. Got to be different directors. Any other, any other restrictions to your question? No, that's it. That's it. Um, so I came up with Rushmore. This isn't gun to your head situation for you though. You have like a different question. We have we have uh, right. No, no, no. I, I came up I came up with different ones before, and then I thought about it again before the show. So Rushmore, Gross Point Blank, and Fight Club. Rushmore, Gross Point Blank, and Fight Club. Those are your top three. Yeah, gun to my head. And right you had yeah, you, you had a week to think about. See, okay, go ahead. I'm just I'm just upset. I'm just upset. I'm yeah, it's pretty clear that you're upset. I'm, so, I'm really emotional. <laughs> Mainly because your question is uh, – it's a different question for people that are answering it on the boards than it is for us too. But Right, right, yeah. Allow it. We'll allow it. James, uh, you want to go first? I know one of yours, so – actually two of yours probably. Oh, yeah? Which, which ones you got I guess for me? the Empire, Empire and Lo- uh, Lost Ark would be two. You got one of them. Damn. I can't decide if Empire belongs in there for me right now. It's <sighs> a tough call. Definitely Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's, it's eas- easily my first one. My second one is probably going to have to be Ghostbusters. Um, just wow. yeah. eternal enjoyment out of that forever, re-quoting it, blah, blah, blah. You know, the whole spiel. Um, my last one... Right now, it would have to probably be Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Very interesting. Very good interesting. answers. Good answers. 
Oh, that I'm was a tough one. Third. The third, there's a lot of competition for that third spot for me. That's that's kind of where I run into problems too. That's my like, switch several. Number times. one's I'm easy because I've been preaching it my entire life and I know it and I've seen it a gazillion times, ten times in the theater, blah blah blah. But yeah, after that, it's Ghostbusters is obvious for me just because it's you know we talk about it all the time, we quote it all the time. So yeah, um, that third one, it's tough. Ghostbusters is a really good pick, and I sort of want to pick it too. And I just want to point out, I'm completely against this question, and I'm answering it under protest. Okay, <laughs> whatever. So, such an asshole. Off, God. <laughs> first off, I'm stuck between Airplane and Top Secret. There's because... a gun to your head. That's part of the question. <laughs> All right, gun to my head. But I'm still, I'm still stuck on Airplane, Top Secret. It's so because... there's a gun to your head. Like if if somebody you didn't know had a loaded gun right? against How your am head. I supposed to pick? How am I supposed to pick between those two? <laughs> Pretend somebody that you don't know has a loaded gun against your head, and they said they're going to spill your brains all over the wall. If you don't tell them, you're not going to go through all this. I can't pick stuff. Just pick a movie. Okay. All right. All right. Top Secret. Top Secret's on there. I've watched it so many times, That's... I don't really know how I can, can't can put it on there. Yeah. I mean, always pick against the heterosexual. Oh, <laughs> always, root, always root against the heterosexual in women's tennis. Yeah. Uh Top Secret, Ghostbusters is a great pick. I wanted to pick a Wes Anderson film too. Tenenbaums probably was going to be it, but our loyal live, another live listener, uh, <laughs> Dill Josh, is uh, now saying that Tenenbaums is on his pick. So, hmm, I don't know. Uh, man, I don't know what I'd do. I do. I want to throw Ghostbusters in mind too, but my third pick, I don't know. I have no idea. I sort of want to say. <laughs> You don't get the whole. I sort of want to say high fidelity. I sort of want to say westerns. Girls Point Blank. Yeah, westerns. <laughs> hey. Um, I sort of want to say I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I'm done. I'm done. I'm out. That's it. That's it. Uh, but yeah, I thought you said you were going to answer the question, even though it was under protest. I did. Ghostbusters, Top Secret, and High Fidelity. That's my answer. Okay. There you go. And High Fidelity is a very good film. I'm not saying that out of spite of Jeff, because I do hate Jeff. But I, <laughs> High Fidelity is a great movie. It is. And it may make my top three if there were a gun to my head. But I probably just ran off Batman, Batman Returns, and Batman Forever if somebody had a gun. I think uh, Tim Burton did both Batman and Batman Returns. So. <laughs> Shit. Okay, you're right. You're right. Uh, but yeah, Dean, the, the, <laughs> the live listener, claims that his top three would oh, be... Oh, i got to change mine. 2001... Space Odyssey. Oh, that's right. You got two Spielberg. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I just talked about before. <laughs> and he didn't have a third one, I don't think. He did not have... He, he did type Videodrome over and over again. But I don't... <laughs> um, anyhow. Uh, James, do you have a, a quick one? or? Um, sure. I'll put in the, the always popular Almost Famous then. Great job. Okay. In- interesting. Interesting. All right, well, so everyone, to the boards, uh, we are going to have a question that if someone has a gun to your head, you have to name the top three favorite movies. And no movies with the same director as another movie in your top three. Is I was that just, just trying to avoid people, you know, picking... A series. You know, it'd be pretty easy for somebody to say, yeah, like a series or like, you know, if you really like one... Or Lord of the Rings. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's someone pick all three Lord of the Rings, the person... Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Way to insult people before they even participate. 
yeah, it's. I think it's time to close because uh, this Josh, has been one of the worst Josh casts is, ever. Josh is spamming the, Which the makes chat. It good. I am. I am the law. Repeated over and over again. It's that's a good joke. I like so, it. Yes, everyone, From go Josh to the board. Dredd. Everyone, go to the boards. The question will be there uh, for you to answer. I'm sure it'll be uh, more popular than mine. Uh, and a reminder that if you are catching this uh, podcast on the site streaming, well, not streaming, but more like uh, uploaded on the site, you can also get it from iTunes. We are still rocking on iTunes, and uh, there, the links are all there. And uh, we also can comment about your nominees if you want on uh, our uh, episode thread. But, yeah, thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, Josh, or Josh. I was about to say Josh and Jeff. Sorry, James. <laughs> James and Jeff, thank you for the input, per usual. It didn't sound like you were very happy with my input this time, but I'll, I'll accept your thanks anyway. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed. Uh, so Drive take safe. care. Yeah, take care, everybody. And thank you for joining us on whatever we named it today. <laughs> Kevin Pollock's Crab Shack Movie Crab Shack Movie Hour. Take care, everyone. Josh, what's your take on the movie The Box? <laughs> Why are you asking him that? Yes, I think There was a span for like a year where if I laughed out my nose, like something would like catch every once in a while, and like there would be like a whistle, like big out of my sinus here. It really freaks me. Like, I think there's something wrong with my head. <laughs> I'll take. Ridiculous. This site is just so stupid. Is there anything you wouldn't find? Dude, what are you stop talking recording. about? There's a stop great recording. picture. Stop recording. It's way, it's really long. So stop recording and start uploading. Now, please.